It's Tuesday, February 22nd, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. Russian President Vladimir Putin said he would recognize the independence of two Russian-led breakaway regions of Ukraine, a move that threatened to scuttle negotiations with the West over the future security of Eastern Europe Russia, and he ordered forces to maintain peace in the separatist regions in a further escalation of tensions despite warnings of sanctions and international condemnation. The situation in Donbass is becoming critical, Mr. Putin said in a live televised address. Ukraine is not just a neighbor, it is an inherent part of our history, culture and spiritual space, he said. Mr. Putin said the Russian government will draft and sign documents recognizing the independence of the two breakaway states in the near future and said Russia would sign mutual assistance treaties with them. Canada on Monday was set to extend the use of the special emergency powers invoked last week by Prime Minister Justin Trudeau to quell protests against COVID-19 mandates, which had paralyzed the capital and disrupted cross-border trade. The Canadian legislature on Monday evening voted to approve a cabinet order that invoked powers available under the country's Emergency Act for a full 30-day period. The order authorizes police to designate certain areas as no-protest zones where people could be subjected to arrest and to compel service providers like tow truck operators to remove vehicles from the scene. The powers also took aim at protesters' financial assets and sources of cash. Even though Ottawa's weeks-long demonstration has now been mostly cleared, an extension of special powers to cope with any future demonstrations would be one of the most aggressive moves by a Western government in response to public discontent spurred by the pandemic and public health rules. President Biden began the interview process for his Supreme Court nomination in recent days, according to a person familiar with the process. Mr. Biden has said he intends to nominate for the first time a black woman to the Supreme Court she would succeed retiring Justice Stephen Breyer. Mr. Biden said earlier this month he had about four candidates. The list of contenders includes Judge Ketanji Brown-Jackson, Justice Leandra Kruger, and Judge Juliana Michelle Childs. The person declined to say Monday who Mr. Biden has interviewed or how many interviews have taken place. White House officials have said Mr. Biden remains on track to announce his nominee by the end of the month and just before his March 1st State of the Union address. Iran, the U.S., and other world powers are nearing a deal to revive the 2015 nuclear accord, although negotiators are still wrangling over significant final demands from Tehran, including the scope of sanctions relief. An agreement could be finalized in Vienna within the next couple of days. President Biden has made restoring the agreement a top foreign policy goal. White House views an agreement restraining Iran's nuclear program as key to Middle East stability, allowing the U.S. to focus on China and Russia. An agreement would set out the steps Iran and the U.S. must take to return to compliance with the 2015 deal, which imposed tight but temporary limits on Iran's nuclear program in exchange for suspending international sanctions. While the terms of a restored deal would be almost identical to the 2015 pact, Iran's breakout time could fall to as low as six months, down from about a year in the original deal. And 
Yale Law School will begin covering full tuition for its lowest income students next fall as the elite graduate program aims to diversify its ranks and make obtaining a law degree more affordable. Students from families with income below the federal poverty line will receive annual scholarships of about $72,000 covering tuition, fees, and health insurance. The students will still be responsible for their own living expenses, which the school estimates to be about $21,000 this school year. This year's federal poverty level is $27,750 for a family of four. The school says roughly 8% to 10% of current students would be eligible for the award, which will be known as the Hearst Horizon Scholarship. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. These headlines were brought to you today by Podmeo. Start your podcast easily at podmeo.com, the world's number one podcast hosting. Subscribe to this daily morning brief on Spotify, Apple Podcast, and themorningnews.com.